out your number one digital outlet for music and news from hip hop to Hollywood. www.thehypemagazine.com. T Rex in the building. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the King of Underground Media, the Live by Terrence show. We're definitely happy to be back on the air. Man, it's been a long month, long short month. <laughs> Uh, we haven't interviewed anyone since January, but it's all good. Uh, I just want to thank everybody for listening to our podcast and, and all our previous shows. And this is the first official broadcast since Time to Night to the Love of My Life, Wendy. We are married now. I'm, I'm a married man, so we're going to keep on doing this venture together under God. We have a great show coming up tonight. We have two great artists, one from Ohio, one from Texas. Jay Woods and Rizzo will be on at the top of the hour. Also got special guest host Jermaine. He will be on in just a second. I just want to say thank you to our fans and Everyone that has supported the show, we're doing very well. We're going to keep on pushing, and we're going to keep on exalting our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Well, we're going to welcome our special guests into the show. As always, we're going to welcome Jermaine. How you doing tonight, sir? I'm good. How about yourself, Mr. Ted? (laughs) Doing well, doing well. Uh, it's been a been a while since we've been on the air live. We, we were on the on the air for a few minutes doing the Super Bowl, so it's you know it's always good to have you back on with us tonight. No, I appreciate you. No, I appreciate you letting me come on and be on the show with you. Oh yeah, no no doubt, no doubt. So what you been up to, man? What 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 Jermaine been doing in in the world the last three weeks? Let's see here. Been working, been sleeping, been drinking a little bit. Uh and also just keeping up with keeping up with, with football, you know. With the combine, you know, underway and everything. So just wanna see what our fellow Auburn our fellow Auburn guys is gonna do and where they're gonna end up being in the next level. Yeah, I got to watch some of the combine um, the last couple of days. <laughs> a lot of times I've been sleeping. I've been hearing in my in my sleep. <laughs> but um, well, what what is your impression with Jameis Winston? Uh, all the things that he's saying at his press conference about he's going to take his team to the Super Bowl. He just just confident, but it, you know it it comes across everybody else as being kind of cocky. So what what is your uh, take at the, at the combine there? Uh, I, I like a kid who's confident in his ability. It may come off as being a little bit arrogant, a little bit standoffish, but if you got that kind of arm, that kind of arm talent, and you may go one or two in the draft, I would feel the same way also. Yeah, yeah. I I see your point, too. And he should I mean, go. Uh, he should go number one. I, I think so too. But the way I, I actually watched him and Marcus throw, the way that they threw in that in those in those 
throws that they threw, wow. I mean, you really can't differentiate between whose ball it was, especially on the deep ball, because Marcus Mariota has an underrated deep ball. I, I didn't think that he could throw the ball like that. Yeah, I was quite. A, I did see like the um, the highlights of some of his throws. Yeah, he looked like he was he was connecting with the receiver quite well. He was dropping back. He had good form and everything. And yeah, I'm I'm impressed with that because he spent all his college career in a shotgun system. And in a spread, exactly. And and you know his three steps, his five steps, his seven steps, everything looked fluid. Like he like he's been in that kind of offense before. So, I mean, I think that his his foot speed and also his also his footwork will correlate to being a good quarterback. Do I think that he, he'll be at that level of Jameis? Do I think Jameis will be at that level of elite quarterbacks? It's yet to be seen, but from what we saw in the combine, wow. <laughs> Just wow. Yeah, I, I would like to see them go one and two. Tampa definitely needs a quarterback. And who, who's the who's the second second team? Oh, uh, San Diego, I think. Uh, I'm not San Diego. Um, uh, I can't Jets, remember. <laughs> the Jets, maybe I know. Uh, the Bears are eighth, the seventh or eighth, and. I'm yeah, I, 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 can't, I forgot. <laughs> I just yeah, know Tampa. I, I have too. I'm... Yeah, Tampa is number one. I think he'll maybe be a good Oakland, fit maybe? there. Um, you know what? I think it was Oakland. I think it was Oakland. I, I mean, I, I can see with, with Oakland possibly moving up, with Oakland being at that two, that two position, I can also see uh, maybe reaching on this, but maybe Philadelphia trying to put together a package. But they'd have to give up a lot to get that that number two. Pulling that off. Because you're going to offer up Nick Foles in the deal? I guess you have to. I mean, either Nick Foles or you may have to you may have to part ways with Jeremy Macklin. I mean, that's the, the uh, you know, that's one of those those deals where if you try to move up, you're gonna have to give up some things, and if you don't move up, then you're going to fall behind and not get the play that you want. But there's a lot of other things that. That Philadelphia has to has to get also. I mean, they have to get a they have to get another reliable cornerback, another linebacker to go with Casey Matthews. I mean, they they need so many other things. So I don't think moving up to getting Marcus Mariota is their their best bet. Yeah. I'm... I don't know. I don't, I really don't know what's going to happen after the first pick. 
but I would like to see Jameis Winston succeed. He he seems to have all the physical tools. Uh, he still has has to mature off the field. But if he could put all that together, he could be one of the the better quarterbacks in the league that's in there now. This is true, and you know, and here's my. I, I'm actually looking at the at the draft as of right now. It's Tampa Bay one, Tennessee two, Jacksonville three, and the Raiders come in four. So, okay. I mean, I can see, I can see. Marcus falling in that first four. I can also see him going number one overall also. Okay. Yeah, I hope so. We have until, uh, the draft is April the 30th. And it's going to be in where? Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's going to be in the hometown. Man, I wish I could, we could beat up for that. Uh, having definitely, the draft there in Chicago, all the years previously, you know, it's been in New York. And I thank you, Roger Goodell, for bringing the draft to a city that is thirsting for success with the Chicago Bears. And we 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 need we need some hype coming into <laughs> to the season. Yes, yes. So now, I'm hoping that I'm hoping. Go ahead. I was gonna say I'm hoping that we can make a big splash in the draft too, during during this this year's draft especially because you know, we fell flat on our face. It would be good to see a good draft and and our fans behind it. With Chicago going seven in the draft, where do you think Chicago may go after? Will they go defense? Will they go offense? Will they try to trade up or trade down? Ah, that's a good question. That's a good question. We still have a lot of holes to fill in our defense. And we have that, that Cutler debacle that's going on. I really don't know this is true. What, this what's is going to happen. Because he counts against – he's a $12 million hit on our salary cap if we decide to release him. So well, we can't go with a quarterback the first round, of course not because we have Cutler right now. But I would say draft defense, maybe first round. Uh, whoever's the uh, the best available prospect at that time, and then probably like the, probably the third round, maybe the fourth round, find a quarterback, find a quarterback that can come in and maybe get them groomed up in a couple of years to be the the takeover. Uh, the starting position if Cutler doesn't get himself together. So I think John well, Fox, I think John Fox is going to get him a very short, short string to hold on to. So if Cutler don't deliver, uh, it's going to be a change. I would, I would definitely agree. Um, and the other thing that I would I would say is, you know, it could be possible that if we if we look at the Bears from a standpoint. We could go linebacker and could go with Washington linebacker Shaq Thompson, who I'm really high on, who I really love to watch him play when he was at at Washington in the Pac-12. Very undersized, but Mm -hmm. very undersized, but but he's got that that mentality. He almost reminds me of a of a dreaded 
uh, Marshall. Okay. I mean, from you know, from those various things. I mean, he's got that kind of mentality, and he's not afraid to hit you in the mouth. So, I mean, I, I can see that happening, or I can see the nose tackle from Washington, Danny Shelton. Yeah, I, I hope so. I hope so. I, I hope everything goes well. We are due for another winning season <laughs> soon. <laughs> so Man, we have that. the we have the NFC South and the AFC West this year. So, I mean, there's some room in there to get ten, eleven wins with John Fox and with Jay Cutler. So, hmm. We yeah we better we better we better do it this time. So I like to see them back in the playoffs and and competing and not just laying out for everybody else. This but is when true. we but when we come back from break, we're gonna play a little game, Jermaine. We're gonna test our movie minds because you know tonight is Oscar night, so we're gonna pick. Winners for each category when we come back from this station break. So we'll be right back. That'll work.
That was a big homie, Ben Brew. Rather be wrong. Ben Brew was in the building last night at Kyoto's. Had a great time with him. Wendy and I actually went down to Auburn University last night to, to hang out. I know Jermaine probably going to jump on me because we, we didn't tell him what was going out last night. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, man, it's pay week, first of the, well, you know, starting to be the first of the month. So, you know, you got to take care of those first of the month bills. You know, you got hashtag grown man problems, so, you know, <laughs> Well, I'll go, I want to recap last night before we get to the – the Oscar picks. Uh, it was uh, uh, Kyoto's was turned. Uh, we got there probably around about eleven o'clock Central Time, mm. and it was just some some crazy stuff going on. All the women was hitting on Wendy. <laughs> hey, I mean, no offense, but Wendy is a beautiful woman. <laughs> I mean, I see why you married her. <laughs> oh yes, indeed. We, we was turned up last night. <laughs> the women were asking asking my wife for dances all night long. Actually, it started at the pub in the Irish Bread Pub in West Point, Georgia. This lady actually approached her and asked her did she want to dance. <laughs> of course, wow. of course, Wendy said no. So we, we we didn't think nothing of. We were laughing. We were laughing the rest of the night though. I'm like, oh, she, you got asked by a woman to dance with her. So then we get down there to Auburn at Kyoto's with Ben Brood. It continued, man. About about four of them just kept wanting wanting to dance with her the whole night, and just grinding on us. <laughs> <laughs> well, my question is for Wendy. I know she's nearby. Why didn't you dance? I'm oh, disappointed. Oh, oh, she did dance at the pub. Oh, at the pub. Oh no. Yeah, I'm disappointed. She said she didn't have enough in her yet to uh, dance at the pub. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I understand. I definitely understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was fun. We, we had a great time. We we didn't stay out too late. We were just going out and support Ben Brood. Uh, he is the featured DJ on our upcoming mixtape that will be coming out March the 3rd. That's next month. It's called Spring Break 2K15, Spring It On Me Volume 1. Uh, you can find it. The hashtag is SB2K15. Uh, we're going to be passing the CDs out, distributing them out March 21st in Panama City for Spring Break. So hopefully, people that's tuned in will happen to see you all or whatever. We'll have plenty of merchandise to give away on the beach. We're just going out there for the, to have a good time for a couple of days, and then we're gonna leave our street team down there to to handle the rest. Jermaine, um, you have you have uh, a spring break memories, man. Uh, you been to Panama City oh, before? Oh boy, I've been to Panama City a couple of times, you know, and. Uh, I don't remember a lot of it because <laughs> I was rather, shall I say, inebriated. So, you know, it just happened like that sometimes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, I, know, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. So uh, I guess we, we can't. We can't allow you to tell any of your stories on the air tonight, then, right? 
No, no, no. I ooh, no. I might be wanted still. <laughs> oh man. Well I'm not okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, tonight we have the Oscars coming on. It will be starting exactly at eight thirty PM Eastern time. Uh, have you ever watched the Oscars? The Oscars, <laughs> the Oscars in the past. I have, and you know, the last real Oscars that I watched, um, I think the Cider House Rules was actually Best Picture. I think that was like two thousand, two thousand one. I think that's mm-hmm. one of my favorite all time movies too. So, okay, okay, well. We're going to play a little game here. It's not really a game. We're going to predict the winners of the Oscar. And also, we have this tied into uh, our Facebook account. So if anybody want to compete, you know, go, go back and pick uh, categories or whatever. And it, it's just all for fun. But we, You know, we're going to start with the most important category, and that's Best Picture. And and here's the nominees for Best Picture. We have American Sniper, Birdman, Boyhood, The Grand Budapest Hotel, The Imitation Game, Selma, The Theory of Everything, and Whiplash. Which one of those motion pictures will win Best Picture? Hmm. If I'm looking at this from a football analyst mind, and you look at American Sniper, you look at Selma, those are the two favorites. Those are one and two. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, I would rather see those two win instead of one of the foreign movies or one of the movies that had limited releases. So I'm going to go personally with Selma simply because of the historical impact that it has, that it has. So okay. I'll well, I like that pick. I like that pick. But I'm going to go with American Sniper, and here's why. He goes down as one of the greatest snipers in the history of our military. He was known as Legend because he, he was able uh, to do his craft quite well, and he saved a lot of soldiers from harm's way with his sniping ability. And then, plus, this was also a true story, and it kind of hit home to people because the dude also was killed by a fellow uh, soldier as well. They they was going out to the gun range or whatever, and he ended up killing um, Chris, Kyle, and also a friend of his that was out there. And I just think with everything that's going on, our society is embedded in in, in war and, and like and, and like to see that. Even though I know Selma is like you said, it's so historic and it's part of our American history. Not just black American history, but American history. But I was gonna go with the popular probably the popular pick of American sniper winning. Well, you can't, I mean, you can't go wrong with either one. So, I mean, I, I would agree either way. 
Okay. Well, that's good. That's good. I got you thinking about it. <laughs> yes. Well, let's go on to the next category. We have actor in a leading role. We have Steve Carell for Fox in Foxcatcher, Bradley Cooper for American Sniper, which he pr- played Chris Kyle, the, uh, the sniper of, of the movie, Benedict Cumberbatch in The Imitation Game. You have Michael Keaton for Birdman and Eddie Redmayne for The Theory of Everything. Now, who do you think will win actor in a leading role? This, this, is, a, this is actually one of those that could be an upset. Okay. Because you don't expect Steve Carell to pull off the role that he pulled off in Foxcatcher. And then you have those pretty familiar names like Eddie Redmayne, who's a British actor, Bradley Cooper, again, like you said, played the sniper in American Sniper, and Michael Keaton, who was Batman, So, and who's also been an Oscar nominee before. So I would say I would have to go with the upset. I, I would say Steve Carell. But okay. I think I think that the the line the line on that is Bradley Cooper. So I think I think Steve Carell could win, but I, but I think he will win. But Bradley Cooper is that is that guy for you know for everybody else. So yeah, it it's just wonderful to see his maturation in acting because I remember him of course you do from Hangover series yes yes <laughs> and then just you know imagine him in that character to plan someone in a, about a, a true sniper right it, it kind of yeah. you, you know a lot of people can't pull that off a lot of people cannot pull that off and he kind of it, it kind of put me of in the mind of um, Jamie Foxx, because you know Jamie Foxx, he he's a when comedian. He was in uh, what was the movie Jarhead? I think forty one for. Uh huh. And then, you know, he went on to play Ray in the Ray Charles movie, and then of course, you know, he ended up winning actor, winning actor in the leading role for that performance. So I can kind of see. From from that aspect, that Bradley Cooper is probably will be a popular choice for that award. And it so was I would Steve. agree. And then yeah, Steve being a, uh, the runner up for that. I mean, and if you look at the year that Danny Fox won leading actor in Ray, he also won for uh, for best uh, song, also for best song. That year also, so he actually won two Oscars that year. Okay, okay. Yeah, I didn't remember that one. <laughs> Oops, I, yeah, I actually forgot about that one. Now we're gonna go <laughs> go on to the next category. We have actor in the supporting role. We have Robert Duvall for The Judge, Ethan Hawke for Boyhood, Edward Norton. Man, I, that's one of my favorite actors in Birdman. Mark Ruffalo in Foxcatcher and J.K. Simmons in Whiplash. Who do you have winning the actor in a supporting role? 
you know, these are these are all movies that you really haven't heard about or seen. And a lot of these movies are actually part of those that are in the best picture category also. So, you know, as far as what I've heard, you know, Robert Duvall was actually great in The Judge. Ethan Hawke was great in Boyhood. So, and Edward Norton, I mean, anything that he's played in the last, what, 10 years, I would say, Mm -hmm. has been just great. So, I mean, this is a toss-up. This is a toss-up. Uh, I'd I have to go. I, I, I'd go with Robert Duvall in the judge. I, I, I go with Robert Duvall. Okay. You know what? I go with him too. I I agree with you on that. Robert Duvall. He he's been a, a to me a legend in in acting. And it would be good to see him win win an Academy Award. I definitely, definitely respect that. We're going to move on to the next category, actress in a leading role. We have Marion Cotillard in Two Days, One Night, Felicity Jones, The Theory of Everything, Julianne Moore, Still Alice, Rosamund Pike, Gone Girl, and Reese Witherspoon in Wild. Who do you have winning actress in a leading role? I actually saw Still Alice and Julianne Moore stole the show in that movie. She was the one actress in any of these movies that just wow. She that that was that wow factor for me. So I'm gonna say Julianne Moore. Okay, okay. Well, I haven't seen any of those movies. <laughs> 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 and. I will I will piggyback on that. Uh, I have seen, well, probably three of the five actress movies in the past, and I do res- have a lot of respect for Julianne Moore for what she has contributed to on the world of entertainment. So I, I'll go with you on that one too, uh, Julianne Moore and Still Alice. All right, let's go to the next one. We have actress in a supporting role. We have Patricia Arquette in Boyhood. Laura Dern in Wild, Kira Knightley in The Imitation Game, Emma Stone in Birdman, and Meryl Streep into the Woods. Who do you have winning actors in a supporting role? Hmm. Hmm. This is actually, again, this is just like the actor in the supporting role category. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's such a toss-up, you know. So, uh, I, I I I go with Emma Stone. You know, I didn't see any of the movies in this category either, but I did hear that Emma Stone did had a great performance in that movie, and of course, she got a nomination for it. I will go with Emma Stone as well for Birdman. I, I haven't seen any of the movies. I have we have seen some of her movies in the past. Like I said, these these are movies that you know that toss ups because great actresses that are being nominated. So uh whew. 
I'm back on the show. <laughs> Sorry for the technical difficulties. I got kicked off briefly. Oh, this is T-Rex, and we still have Jermaine on. Uh, we're going to go to the next category is animated feature film. Uh, the nominees for that is Big Hero 6, The Box Trolls, How to Train Your Dragon 2, Song of the Sea, The Tale of the Princess is Kayak. Kegelia? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh chopping up the names. <laughs> so who do who do you have winning animated feature film? I definitely don't have to change Jack and Okay. 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 I I I would go with that one as well. <laughs> Cinematography category, you have Birdman. The Grand Budapest Hotel, Ida, Mr. Turner, and Unbroken. Who do you have winning cinematography? Well, Sam, I haven't seen any of these movies yet, so <laughs> I would I would have to go with uh, just by looking at some of the trailers. I I have to go with uh, Birdman. Birdman, okay. That's a good choice. Good choice. A ride with that one too. <laughs> uh some of these are gonna go over. I mean, who cares about costume design? <laughs> well, of course that's the maleficent, you know, so <laughs> So we, there's no uh, I'm gonna pick uh maleficent. <laughs> directing. Exactly. Well we we'll we'll discuss this one directing. You have Birdman, Boyhood, Fox Catcher. The Grand Budapest Hotel and the Imitation Game. I'm gonna go with the obvious choice. I mean, to me, since your last name is Bennett, you know we gotta go with <laughs> Bennett Miller. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he, he my last name is his first name, right? <laughs> I mean, uh, logical choice. I mean, you know, we could be totally wrong on on a lot of these, but uh, yeah, well, we'll go, we'll, yeah. <laughs> All right, we're gonna keep on going through. Um, I'm not gonna read this one. We got documentary feature, and we're just gonna select one. I would just say, "Salt of the Earth." Okay, documentary short subject. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Reaper. <laughs> film editing. I said America Sniper. Foreign language film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Timbuktu. <laughs> <laughs> Makeup and hairstyle. Makeup and hairstyle, and you say you saw Foxcatcher. How was the makeup and hairstyle in that movie? If you if you actually look at the way that everybody was was made up, you you wouldn't recognize some of the people. So, but I've also saw Guardians of the Galaxy too, and I thought okay. the makeup in that one was actually better than that Foxcatcher. So I'm gonna go with Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, okay. I will go with you on that too. Now we're gonna do one more, and we're gonna wrap up the the Oscar portion of the show. 
We're going to do music, original song, and here's the categories. I mean, <laughs> the nominees. <laughs> Everything is awesome from the Lego movie. The music and lyrics by Sean Patterson. Glory from Selma. Music and lyric by John Stevens and Lonnie Lynn. Grateful from Beyond the Lights. Music and lyric by Deanne Warren. I'm not going to miss you from Glenn Campbell. I'll be me. Music and lyric by Glenn Campbell and Julian Raymond. Lost Stars from Beginning Again. Music and lyric by Greg Anderson and Danielle Brisboy. Or Brisboy. So, who do you have winning? I'm going to go with the song that I've heard from the Glory soundtrack. You know, we all know who John Stevens is. So, we're going to go with Glory from Selma and that great song by John Legend. Of course. So, <laughs> so we're going to we're going to go with I'm going to go with that one. Yeah, I I think that's a great choice too. Great choice. And I I feel like he's probably is the favorite to win in that category. He had, I mean, he has to be that favorite. I mean, a lot of the songs that we've heard, you know, I would have thought that the song from uh, Frozen would have been one of the one of the songs here, but you know, I would have picked that one over the song from Glory, but. Oh, yes, most definitely, most definitely. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Girl, I see you. You're looking fine. I see you plotting to get in this life Girl, I treat you. Give me some of the finest wine. At the right that I'm calling in my me. Yeah. We the realest, realest up in the club, iced out, only stones on me. Yeah, I see the bad chicks in the spot looking good, and they all on me. Yeah, stop messing with these lanes, want a real one, baby, you can call on me. Money so long, don't worry about a thing, cause it's all on me. On me, on me, on me, on me, on me, on me, on me. DJ spinning one of my hits. Iced out chain with a grown man wrist. Fresh cut cuts open when I leg my lips. Any boyfriends better not trip. Got something right on my hip. That's the gang, that's my click. It's just riding in the forums and we stack them chips. Hating on me, I don't believe you. That's why I see you, but I never wanna be you. Girl, I don't wanna mislead you. You gon' give me some, then I'm gon' leave you. I'm a die player, player. All right, all right. Middle finger to them haters. Right. Tell your chick I see you later. Self-made, shawty, no favor. Yeah, we the realest, realest up in the club. I out only stones on me. Yeah, I see the bad chicks in the spot looking good and they all on me. 
Why do we have to wait I so mean, long for the college football season, man? Why? Why do we have to wait nine me months or eight months? Me, personally, I'm only waiting 66 days. I mean, okay. you know, we got spring football coming up. So. That is true. That is true. And it, when is it? Is it April? Is it April the eighteenth? Uh, eighteenth, I think. Yeah. Yeah, April the eighteenth is the A Day game at Auburn University at Jordan Hare Stadium. You can get your ticket for five dollars because that's usually what they normally charge to attend a spring game. They probably spent yeah. what? Maybe about seventy thousand there. For it a was spring seventy thousand. Was almost seventy one thousand last year. I was at A Day last year, so. Oh man, let me tell you, man. I got a chance last night to see the new Tumors Oaks, man. That was I even took a picture of it. They they look very beautiful. I you know, I went down there Friday night and I saw them and needless to say some tears came out my eyes and you know, Auburn is a special place for me and just like it is for you and seeing those oaks back Back where they belong just makes campus whole again. I agree with you too, cause it did look kind of weird not having the trees there. And then you know the last few years we've been using rolling that darn wire that I have it going across Magnolia and then College Street. <laughs> right. Then, you know, they, you know, you know the, the the new additions that they're gonna do to to the corner. I didn't like it because I just wanted those two trees back. Mm-hmm. But the other things that they're, they're talking about doing at Tumor's Corner, I think is going to be awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I was so happy. You asked my wife, I was so happy last night we were walking around the corner. I said, oh, let me put my phone out and take a picture <laughs> of the trees. <laughs> Yeah, so I was able to get it. <clears throat> it was sprinkling outside too. Of nice. course, you know, doing that now. It was this all. It was it was all fun, man. We had a good time down there. Like I said, definitely get a shot to Ben Brood. You can find him Wednesday nights at Bourbon Street Bar. Friday nights at seventeen sixteen. Saturday nights at Coyotes. It's one more day that he plays. Um, I don't know which day it is on, but he he stays quite quite busy there on campus there so definitely salute to Ben Brood and thank you for the Tumor Oaks that is back on campus I don't know when yes. or if we're going to be able to roll those trees again because I know they still have the barricades around it uh, do you know when that will allow that to happen again or or will these trees just be there just for you know just restoring that part of Tumor's Corner from what I've read and what I've heard, it's opening day of 2016. Okay, okay. So they're going to give it another year and some months to, you know, grow and right. mature. Okay. That sounds about right because people don't realize toilet paper actually does destroy, can destroy a tree too. <laughs> but not as fast as, you know, what, what took place uh, four years ago. Yeah, Harvey Updike, curses to you. <laughs> curses to you, Updike. He turned that tree up and turned it upside down. And 
you know, that's just our rivalry here in this in this part of the country when it comes to college football and especially Auburn, Alabama. We you could we you could talk about that every day of the year. And, and Wendy just said roll tide. Poor <laughs> Eagle. Yeah. She knows. But you see what but you see what her money's going to for her daughter to get her education, right? Right. <laughs> so she's financially invested <laughs> in Auburn. Just like me, man. You know, I'm an Auburn fan, but I'm financially invested in Alabama. <laughs> oh. Cause that's why I, I went to yeah I went to school <laughs> I went to school in Alabama Huntsville oh yeah you which did still You're part of Alabama still part Alabama. of the University of Alabama system school system so yeah mm-hmm. my money isn't to them so I have to every now and then say those two words because they well, what two words uh, <laughs> where you go. <laughs> Go Blazers. Go yeah, go Blazers. Uh I gotta say my baby, my wifey. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, that's right. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you can't go too far out of line on that one, yeah. For your sake, I will say I'll say uh roll tie too. Oh man. She said thank you. She she's smiling about it. <laughs> Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, so yeah, this year is going by pretty quick already, man. It's about to be March next week. You know what's so awesome about that? So what now? Conference baseball. You know what's so awesome about that? Conference awesome baseball about? starts, and then when conference baseball starts, that means that's toward the end of end of the school year, which means that we got a few months before football season. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, if yeah. you think about it, if you really think about it, yeah, that's that is true. But you know, I try to <laughs> to keep to keep my mind off of football. You know, football is not going on, and when I whenever I do have any, you know, in a spare time. To play the PS3 or the PS4, I play college football. I play the, you know, I, I like playing a, a game or two every now and then. Because I, 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 I enjoy watching it. You know, that's probably the most passionate sport that we have in our country in college football. Besides college basketball, doing March Madness. I think college basketball March Madness is probably a strong third, maybe. And then, of course, the NFL playoffs, which I actually pay a lot more attention to um, the playoffs. You know, I mean, not, I not, not just the playoffs, but the whole season. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Surprisingly, I did, too. I was just, I was just elaborating on your point. And then basketball. I love basketball. That's That's some sport there. Yes, um, and that's also windy sport. So we we keep keep tabs on that. Double. Yes, the Bulls. Uh, by the chance, did you get a chance to watch the the All Star Weekend and the All Star Game last week? Yes, yes. 
So what did you think about Zach Levine? That kid's the truth. I wish he was an in-game dunker. See uh-huh. what he can do in-game as well as, you know, just in these exhibitions. So the way he, he don't last week, behind the back, between the legs with the opposite hand. I mean, he made me mad because <laughs> I'm not as tall as him. I know. And I can't jump as high as him. <laughs> so he makes all these little men look like myself look real bad. And I always imagine. <laughs> and, and, you know, the other thing is he's only 19 years old. I know. That's the scary part about it. His, he he don't even know his poten- if what his potential is and how far he can go if he continue to work on his craft. Being yes. being nineteen and on that platform already, you your ceiling, you still have a very high ceiling because your prime, you still nine ten years from your prime. Exactly. Uh, I, because, I, and I want to see LeBron. I want to see LeBron. I don't care how. No, nah, LeBron not winning no championship. Age. He's not gonna be in the dunk contest. <laughs> I mean, but his creativity, you know. On some of those, some of those dunks, like pregame dunks, rivals. A lot of the dunks that you see these kids do, I don't know if he'll ever do a five forty, like Mister Oladipo did. But man, LeBron should have been in a slam dunk contest his first two two years of the, of the league. I would, I would be inclined to agree with you. I don't think he can win it now. If, if just his name, yeah, I mean, there'll be a lot of hype behind it because he's the the best player in the world. But if he got in a slam dunk contest, I think he would lose because he's not as he's not as explosive as he once was. And I, and I would agree with you on that. Yeah, and then the athletes today just not made the same like the athletes of the past, like the Jordans and the the, the Johnsons. Say that again. They're just different. Like they like like they get a paper they get a paper cut. They want to sit out five games. Amen to that. And uh, <clears throat> they, even though it is a sport, it's still entertainment too. So if your fans are buying tickets to go see a movie, this is a good analogy. You go, you you go to the theater. A movie come out. Let's say, well, let's say American Sniper come out. You go to the movie. You, you say, oh man, you know Bradley Cooper. That's one of my favorite actors. I'm going to see the movie. And then when you get in there. They have a replacement actor for him. Right. That yeah, fan... like making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich without no peanut butter. Right. So they would get kind of upset. Be like, man, I don't spend 10 Because, man, it's $10. It costs $10 to get in the movie theater. And then the, the big the big K down there with the big D down there in uh, Opelika now, it costs over thir- almost $13 to get in the movie now. So you're going Ooh. to pay... 
You're going to pay, yes. But it's, man, you got to go to that. That screen is like gigantic. <laughs> but I'm saying, you spend $13 to go see your favorite actor. And then when you get in a the movie theater, they'll be like, well, we're going to replace Bradley Cooper with Zach Galifianakis in the American Sniper. And you're going to be like, what? I don't spend this money. The goofy guy? Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel when it comes to like sports, man. You know, if if it's not something that's gonna keep you out for months, you know, if you, you got a like a strain, uh, you, you you sprain your MCL or something like that, I can understand you being out. But if you got like a a jam finger or something, or you know, just any little minor injury, play through it. That's just like the the uh, the kid that uh. He's gonna sit out the rest of the season. He had surgery on the finger because it was out of place. <laughs> yeah. I'll be back in, but the rapper left place. Yeah, I, I just don't think the athletes are made the same, and it could be. I, I blame it on the food because the food is <laughs> the, the food is a whole lot different than when we was teenagers. This is true. And then now they put all this GMO stuff in there. I would, and, I would agree. I would definitely agree. And see, it, it might make you grow. It might help you grow faster and bigger and stronger and stuff. But I, I don't think it may really makes you strong. If you get what I'm saying. I get what you're saying. It's like they meant. It, it might. It, it's like they make them mentally weaker than than the previous generations. Like anything can can tick them off or, or cause them to cause them to act out right. and not give 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 their best. They're like, oh, you know what, man? You know, I'm gonna sit out the last these net five game. I don't care, man. You know, it's all about my brand and. Not, yeah, but what's Ron Artest's excuse? Ron Artest. <laughs> yeah, what's his excuse? I don't know. <laughs> but I respected his game though, even though he, he was he was kind of mentally unstable. But he wasn't mentally unstable to the point where he was getting thrown in jail for something. And I really this think, I, and I really think some of that was probably an act. He seemed to be very intelligent. I think he, I think he's playing he's playing over overseas now in China now. That's why. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I think he's in China. Yeah, so that's why he's not in the league this year because he was playing with the Knicks, and that was a man. That was crazy. Those are wasting time. I actually thought the Knicks was gonna do something with bringing him in. I said, man, they're gonna they're trying to strengthen up defensively, and then they got Carmelo and J.R. Smith, and then Amon Shumpert. It it just didn't gel outright, but I think like like the athletes like Ron Artest, you know, of course Dennis Rodman, they they do that stuff for sure. I I, I would agree with you. I would definitely agree with you on that. Yeah, so I just I want to see an athlete that's just gonna a blue collar athlete that's just gonna they gonna play regardless if they knee sore. Or they got a paper cut. They're going to be out there 82 games for the NBA, 16 games for the NFL, at least 12 games for college football, and just play. And not 
be worrying about your brand and, and everything else. Shout out to my man, Jaleel Okafor. Play through injury. Yeah. Exactly. Play through injury, and we beat Duke, and we beat North Carolina. <laughs> Sorry, Tyrus. <laughs> yeah, you know, Tyrus, when I hear that, you know, he'll be coming at you. <laughs> yeah, he will. He will. You know, he's going to write a post on the Facebook wall, you know, which is cool. But just remember, Tyrus, I know you listening. 92 to 90. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take a quick break. We'd like for special guest Jermaine to stay on. We have some interviews coming up. You're welcome to stay on the air and, and contribute to that as well if you like. Well, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Designer shirt with designer pants. 
From Chi-Town to the Ville. Nap down to the Natty. Hype is where it's at. For music and news. From hip-hop to Hollywood. Attention listeners. Attention listeners. Log on to thehypemagazine.com. For the hottest hip-hop and urban magazine you've ever seen. It's the 411 on the world of entertainment. New releases. And, and more. more. Just log on to thehypemagazine.com. In stores now at 7-Eleven. Kmart. Target. Barnes & Noble. Marsh. Pick and Save. As well as all mobile devices. Hype. How you perceive everything. That was Rapswell with 88. I definitely want to get a salute to him and Uwe. They will be performing at the Spring Break Concert with Foxy 105 out of Columbus, Georgia. 
So definitely salute to them for competing for the talent show uh, that will be going on. I will get the date for the spring break talent show and concert they have at the Phoenix City Amphitheater in Phoenix City, Alabama. But Fox 105 of Columbus, Georgia is actually putting it on. We definitely checked it out last year, and it was very, very good. We had a great time. We Are Tunes was there last year. B. Smith, uh, D'Amber Renee, she performed there, and, and many others was there. And we had a great time. We got to meet We Are Tunes and uh, network with them and, and some of the acts that was there. So definitely it was a good turnout. Hopefully we'll be able to make it again this year to support Raps Well and Uwe because they are from this area. And we definitely want to show support to them as they are trying to reach their dreams. We definitely have Jermaine in the building. We're waiting on Jay Woods. Waiting on Jay Woods to check in with us. But at the bottom of the hour, we do have Rizzo. Rizzo will be on the show. We'll be on the show to talk about uh, his uptake. His uptake. <laughs> Mixtape. Lucky number seven. And also him working with DJ Kid Fresh of the Black Bottle Boys. Definitely a salute to Rizzo. He will be on at the bottom of the hour. Jermaine. What's up, Jermaine? What's going on? <laughs> Can't call it, man. Can't call it. I'm still trying to get a spring break story out of you, man. You got to cough one up for us. <laughs> All right. Well... After the spring break story that I'm going to tell y'all about wasn't really at in Panama City. It was it was in Atlanta. I did a spring break up there. I didn't go to the beach one year. And uh, got a fake ID and ended up going to... <laughs> yeah. Imagine me being 16, 17 years old. You know, ended up going to like one of the biggest clubs in Atlanta. Did not know it was a gay club. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. So I got hit on a lot and did not like where I was. So I actually ended up leaving and had some followers behind me. So. Needless to say, I, I got myself in a little bit of, of a pickle of hot water. But let's say I got out of it. No pun intended. <laughs> so you, you got caught in a little pickle, huh? <laughs> yeah, so to speak, but what you're speaking. Let me ask you this. How in the world are you in, a, in that club? Okay. And then and didn't so, and didn't know it. Cause it was like a whole group of us going in there, and we was like, "Well, we gonna we gonna hit this club, you know? We heard it's a nice club, this that whatever." Mhm. So we get up there, and it's one of those one of those bars where it has three floors, you know. Okay. Got one for you know the straight people, you know one floor for the straight people. One floor for the transgender and one floor for the full, you know, for the full out gay and lesbian uh, community. And we ended up on the second floor. And mm-hmm. we 
say a couple of us guys, not me, was hitting on some of the other quote unquote women in there and it just escalated from there. So so it was some transgender women in there. Yeah, well, yeah. Okay. Okay. So this is so embarrassing. Hey, you know, I, hey, I don't judge anybody, man. You know, that's you know that's where you want to go hang out at. It hey, don't matter. I was 16, 17 years old at this time, <laughs> you know. So you got to, you know, excuse the immaturity at that time. Please, don't judge me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I could tell you, I could tell you an experience that I had. This would be the first time my wife has heard this <laughs> in Atlanta, GA. Really, really, this was my first time I went ever went out in Atlanta. I went out with um this dude that I went to school with in uh, West Georgia, and another guy. So we, I was up there in Atlanta. We ended up going to the Hawks game. I remember they played the Houston Rockets. That was when Yao Ming was still there. So we started there. We started there. I think the tickets might have been $20 maybe to get in there. The Hawks, wasn't, they weren't that good. They weren't that good then. They was mediocre because, you know, the house, all the Hawks team was mediocre in, in the 2000s up until now. Relevant this year, but we got in there, man. We saw Dominique Wilkins and stuff. We was having a good time. We was balling like, like we ran Atlanta. We was going to went to the little bar in, in uh, Phillips Arena. We was buying Jack and Coke, man. They was going like twelve dollars a pop in in the Phillips Arena. So we was buying like two or three uh, Jack and Cokes and stuff, turning up. Which you know nobody was using turn it up back then. <laughs> oh yeah. But man, we, we start we start feeling it and stuff. <clears throat> it wasn't even the second quarter. We like man, let's leave, man. Let's go somewhere. All right, so we decided to leave. <laughs> I don't. Know, I can't remember who drove. I mean, we, you know, the few times I've ever been to a strip, I've probably been to a strip club probably like nine times in my life. Well, one of the nine times we went to, we went to the strip club. <laughs> Somewhere, I don't know if it was around Claremont Road or it was. It was somewhere. I don't. I can't even tell you how. I mean, it was just a messed up night. <laughs> I can't even tell you how I got there. But we got there, man. <laughs> Kept on drinking. But in between that, see the store all out the place because I told you I could <laughs> remember. Went to a restaurant. Me, me. It was me, dude named Jeremy and Mark. We in there we'll order a bottle of wine. <laughs> oh man. We were just being reckless, man. Young and, and just spending money on nothing to tell you the truth. Right, right. But you know, we had a good time, but I, that's probably one of the worst hangovers I had at that time. What about the strip club? What about the strip club? Just, just buying drinks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it there. Yeah. I wish mine was 
little bit better than that, but golly. At least yours involved women, you know, where mine involved, like, half gender, I guess, is what we can call them. I'm trying to think, have I been hit on? I think I have been hit on by a man before in the club. The bar we went to, you you may have heard of it. What's the name of the bar? Still in, I don't even think it's still there anymore. It's off Peach Street. What's it called? Steel Mill? Back Street. Back Street? Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> Back Street. You try, you say, so you trying to join the Back Street Boys Club, man? No. <laughs> Negative. Everybody. <laughs> Back Street. Yes, wrong, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, oh, man. Wrong, We're on the air with Jermaine. All the Backstreet Boy fans can follow you. <laughs> 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 I'm messing with you, Jermaine. <laughs> so that so you learned your lesson. You so you learned your lesson by having a fake ID that night, right? Yes. Not to ever take a fake ID ever again. So that was your last time you had a fake ID? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. See, especially when you don't part- participate in that or live live that kind of lifestyle, that can be a a, a, a stop sign moment there. Stop sign moment? It was like a dead end. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Brick wall. I'm like, bang, go. Yeah. You learned your lesson, though. You know, I ain't never, I never had a fake ID. Never had a fake ID. I claim my parents, were, my parents were strict. They, but they pretend they have forgotten about that. But my parents were strict. <laughs> and see, I was the only child out of the out of that marriage. My dad had. Three kids before then, uh, two half sisters and a half brother. But yeah, that was pretty strict with me though, man. You know, I got to go to a little store, but I had to be home like ten o'clock and all that, all that stuff when I was a teenager. So I didn't get experience in the thing until actually when I graduated from high school, I was still seventeen. But when that fall came around, I was eighteen, going to Southern Union. So of course, I was going down to Army University. <laughs> Oh yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, back then back. it was called what, the fourth quarter neon. Neon fourth quarter. Oh man, it was all kind of like Dewey. Something else, Dewey's downtown. Yeah, that changed that name multiple oh, times. Supper Club been there like seventy five years, seventy six years. Yeah. Yeah, they they like one of the, yeah. I mean, man, I wonder how it was seventy five years ago at uh, Supper Club. But yeah, I started off. I started my club and then going out at eighteen. It was a, a wide, a eye-opening experience because, you know, when I was in high school, I was very shy, and I just didn't dance really at all. I was one of the people that liked to hold up the wall. But when I got exposed to that nightlife in Auburn, man, Auburn University, when you got people from all over the world that attends that great university, it just yeah. 
I, you know, I start becoming shy, man. You know, so I've been there dancing. I, mean, I go in there, and I get in there at like ten o'clock and dance until till the sun come up. <laughs> the all nighters in Auburn, boy. Lord have mercy. Man, that's a I, I call that the trap because one, you know, we live on Eastern time, but we go down there, you yeah. gain an hour. So you got to compromise, like man, you know. You know, if you go out somewhere here in West Point, like, you know, Irish Bread Pub, people should be getting there by 11 o'clock, 11.30. Down there, people probably start getting in by 12 when it's really getting thick. And it's 1 o'clock Eastern time. Mm Mm-hmm. So you are already like, man, it's late, but it's not late to the people that live here because this is the time everybody starts showing up. So, you know, you go, like, on Tuma's Corner, everything stays open about 2 o'clock, 2.30. You know, last call, last call is at, yeah. Last call is, like, 1.45, so you got 15 mm-hmm. minutes to drink with them. Band, whoever's there, the band, the DJ, they might play the 2.30, and you got to leave. But then you got the world-famous supper club that sits off of the interstate. It exit 51, take a right. Right down South College, you see it on your right. It's, you know, it's a blue and orange and white building. It's been there. I don't know if it's been there. It might have been there at that location for over it's 75 years. Okay. And you can party there literally till the sun comes up. Yep. That's usually the last place everybody goes to on Saturday nights. But Friday nights, you know, it's Fat Daddy, so... Yes, I had my fat daddy experience too. <laughs> Definitely have a fat daddy. Yes. Yeah. Yes, but I was telling, um, you know, Wendy and I, we were always having a, we had talked about everything, but it was just crazy, man. We went out last night. I like, I was thinking about, I was looking at the crowd, and I was thinking about when I was their age. I was like, man, I thought you do the same thing, just get out to bed, like you know. School is over with or whatever, or it's just a weekend. Like, man, I want to, I want to go get drunk. Didn't realize what 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 was really doing. But back <laughs> yeah. then, you like, you thought you thought you just thought it was just so cool, just be like, man, I'm going to get drunk, man. I'm, about to, I'm going to drink a half a case of beer and ten shots of tequila and all that kind of stuff, man. And I'm just looking at the crowd, man. I'm like, man, I said there's a lot of drunk people out there because. I mean, they yeah. was dancing and singing to everything. They even played, even though I like this song, they played the L.A. Golden song, Love Me Like You Do. You know, that's a slow song or whatever. They played that song, man. People just out there just still dancing to it, singing all high pitched and everything. <laughs> I was like, man, I said, these folks in here are drunk. But see, now, you know, as I got older and everything, I, I, I have, you know, I still drink, but I don't drink to get drunk anymore. That's what I was trying to get to. We drink smart now. You drink smart, and then you know it's not a, it's not a it's not a crime to have a drink, and it's also not a sin to have a drink. You just don't let you just you just don't allow yourself to be drunk or intoxicated to where you don't have really control of your mind. Because you know, you know how some people they get drunk, man. Some people come evil, want to fight you or black out. Thank the Lord, I never experienced blacking out. But I have known people that you know that that did, and they just black out. Now, I, I have gotten 
so drunk at times where I would get in the back seat of my car and go to sleep and then wake up about two hours later and drive home. But, you know, I'm not going to get a DUI for nobody. Right. Right. So, yeah, you know, it's, it's, you had to do it in moderation. You know, you know, we we do have, you know, we have hours or whatever, but we do it in moderation because we want to don't want to get intoxicated because that's something yeah. that that God and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ don't want us to do. But if you feel like you want to have a drink, yeah, I mean, you can have a drink, drink or two, whatever your tolerance is. You know, it's, it's all good, all good with that. We're chopping it up with Jermaine. I definitely want to thank Jermaine for you know, staying on with us. Um, Jay Woods was was waiting on him to call in. Uh, he, he, I guess he's not going to be on the show tonight, but we do have another interview coming up at the bottom of the hour. It's live radio. That's how it goes down. We'll definitely uh, reach out to him. He'll reach out to us, and we'll do it again. It's no problem with that. We do have Rizzo coming up. Jermaine, you can uh, you can follow him at the real Rizzo. He's on Twitter. He had a dropped a mixtape called Lucky Number Seven with DJ Kid Fresh of the Black Bottle Boys. MMG salute. We're gonna have him on. He comes from the great state of Texas, and we're looking forward to having him on. Uh, we, we got a track that we're gonna play. For our audience, Young, Gifted, and Black, uh, um, Wendy and I would check the track out earlier. Uh, we definitely enjoy it. And we, we enjoy some of the message that it, it, it talks about. So ain't going to get too much away on that. He'll be, be on in the bottom of the hour. And when Jermaine and I were just talking about the younger days of you know, be, you know being out here in the nightlife, it's, it's definitely a definitely a a different breed now. I don't know about Come him. I, I don't. I know. I know you. Know, you have your college town experience going out. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. <clears throat> I, but, but you know, know I, I like. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. You know. You know, elaborating on, on what you were saying about Auburn and about us getting older. Have you noticed that a lot of these kids nowadays? are a little bit more violent than what they used to be when we were yes. that age. Yes. I mean, and I love going out. And that's that's my whole thing. I love going out. I love being in the crowd. I love dancing, listening to great music, and hanging out with great friends. But you can't do that much anymore without something happening or some sort of drama happening. Yeah. The thing I was going to say about College Town, specifically Auburn University, I have been going out, you know, every now and then since I was 18. You know, more when I was younger, of course. But I never seen a full-blown fight in Auburn. I have in Tuskegee (laughs) and Montgomery, (laughs) Alabama State and stuff like that. But as far as like Auburn, and then of course uh, when I was going to Alabama, 
everybody's main agenda was just to go have a good time. I think the only full-out fight I've ever seen at any bar in this area is just like you, Opal, like the Tuskegee, you know? I mean, those are the only times I've ever seen fights. Here's my theory about it. You got people from all over the world that that, that they main objective is to go out. Now, you go to, I ain't going to say that establishment, but I'm just saying, if you go to a local place, it seems like everybody wants to wants to beef and or wants to fight on a grudge that happened when you was in high school or, or when you was on the playground. Like people just hold that they hold that against you, and it seems like it fights are more susceptible to break out when you got a bunch of local people that that knows of each other, that claim that they oh yeah I know I know him or I know her. It seems to happen more in that type of environment than like you know you going off to. Spring well agree. stuff happened at spring break, but like you know, to like a regular college campus or something. I would agree. And you know, that's the that's the scary and the unfortunate thing about the whole situation is that, you know, local people are supposed to show you are supposed to show you some sort of love and some sort of respect, you know? Because you've known each other for a long time. Right. You know? I, yeah, that's just so, my theory. Mhm. So why I mean, why mess up a good thing in your hometown, and then you have to drive what thirty, forty miles down the road, yeah, to make things better, to to, to find a good time and no drama. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cause man, back in my young my young dom days, man, that drive was long, going from Auburn back to, you know, coming to, to the Georgia line. When you done had some minion. Yeah. It's if man, I'm telling you. And so but people locally can't get along to have something. So you, you like you say you gotta drive thirty minutes out the way or whatever. But we're gonna but we're gonna continue this conversation next week when we come back on. We're gonna take a quick station break and we're gonna bring on our special guest. So we'll be right back. So they put their thumbs out. We party to the side. 
find out old white men everywhere haters be like, are they ever gonna run out? The Bali, Kevin Durant, these suckers try to hate me, but the boy would know that you can't. Uh, all in VIP with bad Baptist light in the plant. I'm a thirty dollars, all you gotta do is just say Southern trap music, it's whatever you want, I got that. 
Now, with, with you crossing so many genres, what what do you feel most comfortable doing? Is there a certain genre you prefer to do, or you feel more comfortable doing, or you just like to uh, keep that versatility going in your music? You know, I just try to be versatile because I mean, if I get on, somebody love what I'm doing and decide to put me out and jump behind me. If somebody wants me to get on their record, I don't want them to be like, nah, we can't put them on this record or nothing like that. Cause, I mean, that's really what it's about. Right now, you're seeing a lot of artists doing collabs and they're doing that stuff in shows. So if you're not well-rounded, you're only going to be limited to a certain audience, certain crowd, certain fan base. So, I mean, I'm just trying to be a total package as an artist. Now, you know, Texas has a, a hotbed of talented artists from all genres, you know, country music, hip-hop. Who are some yeah. of the artists that that you um, that influence your style in in your state alone in the in the great state of Texas? To be honest with you, uh, Scarface and UGK was really about it. My influence really came from the East Coast. Okay, okay. Like Scarface was like you know that was the first thing I ever heard, and uh, UGK. But the scene was just. What we were seeing on TV, that's what that wasn't what we were seeing down here. And I mean, like the music that was coming out of the East Coast, like the stories, like how they put their songs together, different rhyme patterns. It was like they were very creative with their songs. And that's when I really got in love with like trying to learn how to write bars and stuff like that. And I mean, like I'm always gonna love the artists that are from Texas, but I got a better understanding of the music, like listening to other places. I mean, Scarface was on, was really the only one at first that I was really like, just, yeah, I like that. But first time I heard Jay, first time I heard Big, you know, that was like, all right, that's something I really want to do. Now, if you could put together a, a dream team rap mm. group just with Texas artists only, who would you include in that group, group along with yourself? Uh. Are you familiar with a cat named Twisted Black? Yes, I, I have heard of him before. See, uh, Twisted Black, I got to put him in there because he's actually from my hometown. Uh, you say free the big homie because he actually locked down right now in the feds. Um, but he was actually well-regarded. Uh, spit game was nasty. So I got to put Twisted in there. Got to uh, put Pimp and Bun in there, Starface. Uh, chameleon because I mean like anybody that can spit like that without cursing I mean he's very creative like there's a lot of things he's doing that he really get recognized for um other than that elite class oh you gotta put Slim in there gotta put Slim okay. well okay. I think they're the ones that actually like did like some, some game changing things in my opinion okay well, that's what's my up. question is my question is, is, you know, speaking of Chameleon there, do you think that he gets a bad rap because he doesn't curse in his, in his albums and, and things of that nature? Yeah, I, th- I think a lot of people don't really understand him or take the time out to really hear his, uh, his side of everything. And I mean, like, dude's a very conscious guy. I mean, like, he likes to, to do certain kind of music or whatever, but when you hear him talk, like, he's speaking from a totally different angle. So, I mean, yeah, I think some people are just, like, biased towards because he chooses not to curse. Like, he does certain kind of music. I mean, like, he's it, just, he says, 
So you rather do something that will make you laugh or make you think something right to us, something like that. Well, okay, yeah. that's, that's pretty awesome. You know, my follow-up question is that is, is you know, is that would, would he be someone that you want to collaborate with on the song or would you just rather just do your own thing? Hello, did we lose Rizzo? I think we did. Yeah, I think we did, too. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and uh, we'll see if we can get Rizzo back on, and we'll be right back. Probably did lose him again. Rizzo, are you there? Can y'all hear me? Yeah, who can hear you now? I don't know what's Uh going on, man. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. I know who you asking. I was I was saying uh, beforehand, uh, is Camille one of those guys you would love to collaborate with, or you just want to do your own thing? I don't know. I love to work with uh, Chameleon. I, mean, I love to work with any greats. Like, I mean, anybody I can learn from. I'm not somebody that's real hard-headed. Like, I always want advice. I want to hear the things they went through. 
I want to feel the kind of energy they got in the studio. I mean, it's all kind of experiences that you can use further down the line in your career. So, yeah, I would definitely love to work with them if I got the opportunity. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Chameleon there is definitely an artist I respect, and I definitely respect your music too, Rizzo. Uh, tell us about this mixtape that. Uh, that, that you have out that was uh, featuring DJ Kid Fresh, uh, Lucky Number 7, how, how everything is going for the mixtape. And also, uh, listeners, you can go to live mixtape to cop that. You need to get it today. Yeah, and that's a free download. Make sure to let them know. And hit that vote button on the left. Only take you a second. I appreciate you. Appreciate you. And um, uh, me and we had been uh, trying to figure out how we were going to do this tape. And uh, he was actually waiting on me. Like, at first it was going to be a lot of me just rapping over other people's stuff. And then we, we actually felt like I had a, so much unreleased music that we needed to give people more of an original sound just to, you know, well-rounded so I, they didn't think I was making just a certain kind of music. So, I mean, it took me uh, about two months to do and a uh, fresh jump behind it, start giving it that, uh, that push on the media. And so we were getting a lot of love on it. Remember, we're still out here in the streets, still all over the way up pushing it. I'm, I'm very proud of the project. I put my heart and soul in it. And I mean, I got a lot of other music that's ready. So, I mean, this is just the beginning. I got videos up. I just dropped a video over Christmas. Um, it's called Young Get to the Black. It's on YouTube. It's doing very well. And it's uh, it's more of a conscious track. I'm spinning an angle to where I'm actually trying to get in touch with the younger crowd, but... I can still branch it on to your older hip-hop heads. So, it's definitely got a message on a lot of things that the black community has been going through lately. So, I mean, to play it all the way through and see where I go with it, I think people really enjoy it. So, I mean, it's my projects that I got, I'm giving it everything I've got, and I appreciate y'all listening and taking the time out to interview me about it. Uh, no doubt about that. And and we definitely have that track that we're going to play in just a few minutes for your fans and our fans as well, Young, Gifted, and Black, we're going to check that out in just a few minutes. Rizzo, uh, where can we find you online as regarding, uh, of course, Twitter? i go ahead and give that one out. The Real Rizzo, that's R-I-Z-O. Uh, where can we find you on, on Instagram and Facebook or Snapchat or, or any other uh, plugs you would like to give with that? Man, really, all I got to do is go to www.therealrizzo.com. Any social media link, information, bios, uh, iTunes, all that stuff is right there on my personal website. Uh, sign the guest book. I will definitely uh, respond back to you. I appreciate all the support. That's how you can find me anywhere. Any new updates is going to be on there probably once a month. Now, I want to want you to introduce the song we're about to play by you called Young, Gifted, and Black. Uh, are there any, any shout-outs you would like to give uh, before we play this track? Uh, yeah, i like to uh, scream free time. on my boy, I'm waiting for him to come on, man. I miss my brother. Uh, I want to say shout-out to Vintage Rose, the producer of the track. Uh, he's worked with the game, Kendrick Lamar, uh, Most Dev, Talib Kweli, a whole bunch of other artists. Um, and Jay German for coming in and helping with the vocals. I uh, appreciate them being a part of the project. And um, I want to send a shout-out to Chosen One Media for doing a dope video. I couldn't have did it without them. That's what's up. Here it is, Rizzo with Young, Gift, and Black, and we'll be right back with more Rizzo. 
feel the city as the hand on my watch turns. And a whip filled with smoke to make my eyes burn. Yeah, it's fired up. You want some? We'll take it with you. Right now, I'm zoning, gazing at that bigger picture. Clear liquor at the brim of my cup While I do it for my cousins that don't see the sun come up Now my OG told the streets that his family coming up Got these niggas leaning back like I gave them double cups <laughs> Called it fate, but them haters called it love I don't give a damn, in other words, don't give a fuck All I know is that I'm signing paperwork is what I'm signing Cause I can see this future years ago, man, I ain't lying And my boys wasn't serious, cats can't get with you Understand I cross a nigga out, no crucifix When I'm done with rappers, hell Mary's in the crucifix Watch me cook this flow up, nothing to it, I ain't use my wits Black and white, black and white, every checker board Play test, brain too big for the checker board Starry sports, so I asked the doctor cut the cord Fresh out the water, it's the gloves you niggas can't afford I don't pop molly, a rock top four But I got quarters like the box on the scoreboard Hardest JT in the back of a four-door Wanna stare at angel chicks smooth as a Commodore I don't think they hear me though, now it's time me to switch With a greatness to bring in excitement to like a bubble bug Flat good, brown city where my force is caramel Five shit, I got you niggas chirping like Nick said But we don't chase these young unstable females We only chasing big money, California weed smell Dreams of mass success, I will never see that jail cell Homie, it be true, for the rest of y'all it's very tale I don't make I'ma ride to the end, there's no turning back Gotta push it to the max Let the world know that I'm young, keep it in back And Work the hardest poison neighborhoods with dope Like the males inside of prison So our women will lose hope Lead the children so misguided Now they at each other's throat Catching charges and those charges Keeping black men from the boat Damn shame Another voice has been silenced And none kept areas Perception and violence Smile scare refugee against your corporate giant So please excuse me now if I'm angry and defiant It's bullshit being sold Now nah, sucker I won't buy it Nah, sucker, I won't buy it
from Chi-Town to the Ville, Naptown to the Natty, Hype is where it's at for music and news. From hip-hop to Hollywood. Attention listeners. Attention listeners. Log on to thehypemagazine.com for the hottest hip-hop and urban magazine you've ever seen. Get the 411 on the world of entertainment, new releases, and, and more. more. Just log on to thehypemagazine.com. In stores now at 7-Eleven, Kmart, Target, Barnes & Noble, Mars, Chicken Say, as well as all mobile devices. Hype, how you perceive everything. Yo, welcome back to the show. This is T-Rex. Definitely want to give a shout-out to the home team, the Hype Magazine, and College Underground Radio. We want to welcome back Rizzo to the show. Rizzo, I have a, I have a last question for you. Uh, what, what what are your goals with you doing music, and where do you see yourself taking your music career? My goal is to bring a new sound to Texas. Um. You know, every time I leave Texas, every time I say I'm from there, people would be like, oh, you're from Houston. Nah, Texas is big as hell. Like, we got more than one city, <laughs> a major city, you know. But we never had nobody, like, really just get out there and show who we are. And I mean, like, I feel like I've been seasoned because I've been in different states. I've lived in other places. So, you know, I got a little bit more experience on the broader aspect of the music scene. So, I mean, what I'm trying to bring right now is just to give us our face for Dallas-Fort Worth because that's what I rep every day. So, I mean, I want to come out. I want to bring that first Grammy here. I want to bring that home. I want to make people recognize what kind of talent we actually have down here. That's my goal. If I can pull that out, I succeed. Oh, yeah, that's what's up. Well, Rizzo, I want to say thank you for being on the show tonight. We definitely would like to have you on. Many more times, um, uh, with, with whatever project, or you just want to come on and just you know hang out with the crew. I'm definitely grateful for having you on. Man, I appreciate the opportunity, Doc. And anytime, you let me know. All right, thank you so much. Appreciate you. That was Rizzo. You can follow him on Twitter at the Real Rizzo. Check him out. He's definitely doing. Great things. He's number one on Reverb in his area. He has a hot mixtape out, Lucky Number 7, hosted by DJ Kid Fresh, the world-famous DJ Kid Fresh. So you know Rizzo is definitely on his game. He he got he got the mainstream backing him. He definitely have his fans. And we're looking forward to seeing Rizzo bring home one of those Grammys to Texas one day. Definitely, definitely will be an honor. Jermaine, you have any shout-outs or closing comments you'd like to make? Oh, uh, just shout out to to you. Thanks for letting me be on the show again. Shout out to Scott Smith. I know you couldn't make it onto the show tonight. Hopefully, to hear from you next week. Also, follow me on Twitter, jhouston17. Most definitely, definitely want to give a shout out to Scott Smith. That's that's our boy. That's our high school recruiter. There, you know, we love talking talking football with. With Jermaine and Scott uh, every week on the show, we're definitely looking forward to having Scott Smith back on next week. And he's also getting married, man. Like everybody on the show is getting married, so I guess Jermaine, you're gonna be next in in the future, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, as long as I can find that somebody that can make me happy. Oh yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. And I, my shout outs, uh, I had already started giving some out before. Uh, uh, Rizzo came back on. Definitely shout out to the home team. Uh, shout out to CCM. 
Shout out to Jermaine, Scott, my wife, uh, children, everybody that, that's part of the King Underground Media movement. We're definitely going to be on again next Sunday. Same bat channel, same bat time at 6 p.m. Eastern time. You can also listen to our Turntable Thursday show every Thursday night at 7 p.m. You can on Block Talk Radio. Also, we are on TuneIn, College Underground Radio. We are all over the place. iTunes. You can pick up the podcast anywhere for free to download and listen on any device that you have. So I definitely want to say a good night to, to Jermaine. Uh, good night to everybody that has tuned in to our show. We're going to close it out with a track of mine that I mixed uh, last year. It was the Rick Ross Lil Wayne Thug Cry remix. Did a little remix to it with the original 93 to Affinity beat. So check it out. You all have a good night. Have a good night, y'all. I can't leave the air without saying thank you to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I definitely are a follower of Christ, and I hope you all are as well. If not, hey, I hope you you can join because he's a great thing. He's definitely the head of my life. But good night, y'all. See y'all again next Sunday night, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Peace.
Everybody that plays a part in it. 